Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. All right, back here for hour two on a Friday. Early break on the road. Double Eagle Golf. West O Street Kinetic Sports Complex. Stop on by. The Masters is underway for day two. Again, leaders going today were John Rahm, Victor Hovland, and Brooks Kepka at seven under par. Tiger Woods, nine shots back at two over par. Yep. Uh, other names up there Adam Scott's five under par. Yep, okay. That's a former Masters winner there. Okay. Who else is up there? You want some more names there? Yeah, yeah just give it. Well, we, we're going to get into some football. Yes, uh, we'll get to football here. Matt Rule, some more comments here in a second. But before that, again, uh, Jason Day, two back at 500 par. Cameron Young's an impressive young player at 500. Gary Woodland, four under. Scotty Scheffler, the favorite, just three back in the lead. Good first day, four under par for him. Sam Burns, Shane Lowry, Xander Shoffley, all at four under par. Uh, Colin Morikawa, three under par. Jordan Spieth, three under par. There you go. And Justin Thomas, 200. Mickelson, one under par today. So uh, that, that's an update on the Masters. Come on by for great Masters food, cocktails, Bloody Marys, and play some golf on the bays here at Double Eagle Golf. It's a good crowd here already, and it's live. It is. It will be getting more and more as the day goes on. So, uh, and, and the beers are flowing. Yeah. Uh, Bloody Marys are flowing. See you, Derek and, and Colin. See you guys. Uh, They're out. They're out. They're out. It was a good time with Derek. He's the uh, director of sports out Leaving the building. <laughs> Derek has left the building. Yeah, this is ridiculously fun. I know. But we got to do some business here. Yes, uh, 402-464-5685, call or text as always. So we talked, we, we played some audio from Matt Rule earlier in the show uh, regarding uh, a couple things, the offensive line and Thomas Fedoni and Arik Gilbert. So... If you have this, uh, Josh, we can go to this here quickly, but uh, he wants to also change the overall expectation from the players this, this spring. Before we get to the audio, what, what have, what's kind of been your assessment of that over the last few weeks of hearing from Matt Rule? Well, I mean, he is my assessment. I think what you hear overall from Rule, really since he's been here, and you hear this from his staff, is they like what they have over there. They like the talent. It's not, it's not a perfect roster, but it's not bad. Nebraska's always, pretty much always look good coming off the bus. They and I would say they really do now. I mean, they really do. Not, they're, they're a little short up front on the D-line. I say that all the time. I, I don't need to, we don't need to dwell on that. But they, the guys they got look good. Mm-hmm. Um, they added guys that look great. I'm talking about Chief Borders and mm-hmm. MJ Sherman. If you see them, Jake, you say, yeah, it looks like they walked right out of the SEC, right? I mean, the skill players are, you know, they have, you know, it's just a, it's just a good-looking team. So his consistent message has been <laughs> there's a lot here, um, personnel-wise. And I think they just need confidence. I think that's one of the big things. It's, again, not a perfect roster, but it's a roster that should go to a bowl game, right? And should have gone to a bowl game last year. Yeah. It's not it, – he didn't – now, this is, this is where it's the hot-button topic, and people don't like it when I say it, whatever. 
he didn't walk into a train wreck here. He did not. Well, nope. you say that very confidently, but people he didn't. Will, but people will will but, hit you back no, hard. This on is that. why it was not a train wreck because they were in every game. They competed. If if this team. 2017, you saw a team that gave up, right? You saw the, yeah. the Minnesota game, they got ruled by Demry Croft up there. Iowa, they got blown out here in Lincoln. In Lincoln. I mean, Penn State wasn't really a game. No, it was, the, it was a fake score. They had a bunch right. of fourth quarter points. It was not close like the score indicated. Ohio they State were blown out a lot. That's a yeah. team that was a train wreck. Yeah. And Frost inherited a train wreck situation. Yeah. Now, I guess credit to Scott Frost, it's not a train wreck right now because the record was terrible. Yeah, it was. But that's the, the talent level I don't think is horrible here at Nebraska. It wasn't horrible. You said they look good getting off the bus. So that's for a reason. It's pretty damning. It's a pretty damning. It could become a really damn, damning commentary on, on Frost coaching. I mean, if they, if they're, if they automatically – well, not, it's not going to be automatic. But if they get to a bowl right away under rule, you're going to be like, well, see, they were just underachieving at yes. a high level. Now, we'll see what that conversation looks like. But – I just know listening to Rule and listening to his assistants, they've been – I think there's been some ele- some element of surprise or some level, I should say, of surprise that they're like, wait a second, this isn't that bad. I mean, look at the guys we got. Look what Rule says about the offensive line. Well, and that's, again, part of the problem of what we have with the Scott Frost era is that it, I don't think it was an absolute disaster of how they assembled the team or even, you know, they were close in certain avenues, but as, as rules pointing out, they, they have to believe they can get over the hump. That yeah. they're not just, that they're not just scorned and they're going to lose in every epic way possible. Well, I'm going to get to this quote and, and, and I'm going to get to the key part of the quote. You don't have to play the audio. The key part of the quote was it's a little biting. And I thought this was the, okay. Now if rules listening, I apologize if I'm wrong on this. But it almost, this almost seemed like a shot at Scott, like a okay. mild shot. He said, we're just trying to change the expectation level of our guys. We're not here to try hard. We're not here to lose and then thank the fans. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're here to win. Now, that is – okay, now, first of all – How would you respond to that me, quote? Well, it almost gives time. me the chills. I mean, it's, it, that's what, exactly what I want to hear if, I, if I'm a Nebraska fan. Or, in my case, just someone who cares deeply about the program and understands the impact it has on the state. We're, not, we're just trying to change the expectation level of our guys. We're not here to try hard. We're not here to lose and thank the fans. We're here to win. That's, yeah, it, I think that needs to be more of the culture in the – okay, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I think it needs to be more culture in the athletic department. I mean – it seems like we've gotten pretty comfortable around here with losing. I know. It, 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 Am I wrong? Right. No. Am you, I wrong? No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. We've gotten pretty damn comfortable with losing around. You have people that go back to basketball. You have people that call oh, it a successful year, and they went 500. <laughs> they missed postseason. They lost Don't to Minnesota. Don't get me started. They lost to a 14 seed in the Big Ten tournament to end any postseason chances. And although that was bad, people would still say it was a decent season. Oh, and they were 500. Don't get me started. We're having a good Friday. We don't need to go down that road. It is good Friday. Yeah, it's Good Friday. It's a holy week. <laughs> it is. I don't need to. Don't need to be. Don't don't do that to me. But I'm I'm. I don't do that to me. I'm just pointing. Don't out. get me started on that program. Real things they happen. No, I mean. But it, yeah, it, it's it's disappointing. Let's shift the conversation. Why don't you play take it easy or something? You can't. I can't. <laughs> I think it's pulled it. up for Josh. Or Josh, play no, take it's it fine. Easy. You don't have to play. I'm. I, I've gathered myself. But no, I like what I like that message from Rule. The other message I liked yesterday was. Uh, the, the, I, I wish the quote was available, but he was saying, 
this is when you win right now in the spring. It's got to be intense right now. We have to. We have a lot of learning that has to happen now, and I hope under fans understand this is an intense spring over there. They have to learn. There's there's a lot of learning that has to transpire. Learning new systems, getting the coaches have to get used to it. The, they have to not get used to. They have to learn everything they can about these players and their strengths quickly. This all has to happen pretty quick. And what Rules said was, this is when you win in the spring. This, it, you know, the, the official results have obviously come in the autumn, but this is when you start the winning process. Like, I just, I can't, I mean, we don't see enough of it to know exactly how intense it is, but Jake, I'm going to tell you something. It, it's intense over there right now. Yeah, and it, it, needs, it, well, it needs to be. But I, I also wonder, though. <laughs> what do you wonder? I just, like I was saying a little bit ago, and, and when you have a team that has lost in epic ways, like Nebraska has done for the past couple of years, they've just found every way to lose. They just, they've blown leads. They have had an incredible thing happen late or something that didn't happen late. Right. And you just wonder, is this who we are? Is this what we're no, bound no, to? No, 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 no. Like you have, like you're not, not bound to that. But as no, a new coach, as that. a new coaching staff, it is your job you change that. to eliminate that yeah. as soon as possible and right. say, I don't believe in hexes or curses or BS like that. We, you make your own luck. Well, it's what Matt Rule needs to everything do. Everything you hear from Rule suggests that's his mentality. I agree. They, from a mentality standpoint, they got it. They got the right guy here. Um, I think. Now again, we can't say they have the right guy in an overall sense before they play a game. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if they got the right guy, but I know I like the mentality I hear. It's a mix of old school, very old school, and, but he's, he's very equipped to handle the new age player, and he's very equipped to take the program forward. But I think the program got a little outdated. Hmm. Um, you know, it just – some of the recovery mechanisms that are needed in programs aren't at no songs, for instance. Um, the, there's just things that that Nebraska was not not adequately equipped with. I think that even you'd say the strength and conditioning program maybe was lacking. I think I, I'd and like that to hear can't happen. Rules. That can't happen. No, but no. And you can say that because you've seen firsthand guys like Bryce Penhart who look totally different. Nori Nawili looks totally different. Yeah. Right. Like well, they, they look great in a good, yeah, different in a good way, yeah. a positive way. Yeah, they do. Now, again, they're coming off winter conditioning. They should look great. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll see. What, well, I like to compare like what they look like last year to now in terms of this time of year, not in the fall, but this time of year. Right. When autumn comes, yeah, I will see what that all looks like. But yeah, they do look good now. There's no doubt about that. So let's just see what happens. But I do like what I'm hearing from a mentality standpoint. It's not. It's not like it's all rosy. He's not, he's not that way. Rule's not that way. I mean, that, that quote he has was pretty biting. We're not here to lose, then thank the fans. Right. I like that. Now, I've heard, I heard Frost do that a few times, right? Yeah. Um, the fans are great, you know? Yeah. We lost the game. Tough, tough. Thanks to the fans for showing up. Right. Now, and I, and my guess is Rule saw that. Rule, and I'll tell you something about Rule, too. He sees everything. He does. He's he's a, he's a CEO. That's what a coach needs to do. You yeah, need to be aware his, of everything. Yeah, he has his. He's a CEO, um, and I feel very comfortable with him right now. I do too. Uh, from Uber Jim on the text line four zero two four six four five six eight five. He says, 
I liked on Rule's interview when he said, if you're having trouble with your driver, you don't go practice your putter. Right. Well, there's that. There's a lot he said. If you, if you haven't listened to him, you should listen to his press conferences because, A, it's a good way for you to get to know the way he thinks because it's very raw, you know. Um, and secondly, he, I mean, it's fairly inspirational to hear what he says. I mean, that, that quote I read I know. is that hit. That, I that, wrote it down. Yeah, you did. I, I wrote it down. That. I noticed you, it. You saw that. It was big. Yeah. Uh, Shane and Lincoln says this in the text line. He's like, uh, he says, confidence is preparation. If this team goes to a bowl game, it's 100% indicative of the job Frost did or the lack thereof. I think that's, I think that's pretty fair. That's like, pretty fair. I, I'm, I'm willing. I, yeah, he says it pretty apparently in public, but I guess I bet behind closed doors rules. Like, how is this team, like, not – Seven or eight wins last year, or six at least. Yeah, six. Um, I think a lot of people kind of say that. If you're an objective observer, oh, think about it. They lost to Northwestern, shouldn't have lost, right? Oh, shouldn't we have there. lost to Georgia Southern, right? No. There's two right there, and that's now now you're in in a bowl, yep. right? Yeah. So Wisconsin could have closed that should've out that really one. easy. Sure Minnesota is a game you could have closed oh, out. Ten zip. Yeah. Backup quarterback. So game. yeah, they weren't that far away. But they were too far away, right? They, they were. weren't that far away, but they were too far away. And you just, I don't know. You needed a hard driver in that chair. Now, I love Frosty, all right? But I don't know after, if I would say that after five years of watching him in that chair, I'd say he's a hard driver. I, I, I wouldn't say that. I, I just wouldn't. I don't know how you could. Yeah. I mean, it, no, no. They, you know, you kick, a, kick a guy while he's down, but it's just a fact that he's I'm not, not kicking he, he's not, I mean, I'm saying he's not that that a lot of people would, people would say a lot worse things than that about Scott Frost, but he's also not here anymore, so you can say whatever you want, I guess. This well, I'm not, I'm not bashing him. I'm just saying that I don't think he's a hard driver. You know, he's got, he has a lot of good qualities, and he'll be a good coach down the line. He knows what he's doing. Hope he learns He knows what this. he's doing. Hope he learns from this. Yeah. And, become, and betters himself. Well, it, running a program like Nebraska is not for everybody. Okay, it's not. This is a tough place. Sure it is. And coaching in the Big Ten and coaching pretty much all these schools in the Big Ten is not an easy business. But Nebraska's a tough it's a tough place because the expectation levels are so high. Um, and Rule seems equal to that task. I mean he's the one thing about Rule that's interesting to me, well, I just think of it this way. He'd be a tough boss. Tell me he wouldn't be a tough boss. Well, he wa- tough boss means they care, though, right? Tough boss if, means if they care. If a boss is tough, that means he's passionate he's, and cares. And he's results-oriented. Exactly. Uh, and he's that way. He's, I judge him kind of that way. He'd be tough to work for, but you'd want to be in that kind of organization. Now, I heard that coming in. He'd be tough to work for. Well, some guys want a guy who's tough to work for. <laughs> this place probably needs that right, right. now. I mean, Especially, See, this is what I'd say about it. When you're in a such a bottom line business, yeah, that's what you need. I think you need somebody who's not he's not very touchy feely, okay? Rules Don't need not. him to be. Yeah. I now, mean, the last two coaches, I mean, I'm not saying that Frost was, but Mike Riley was touchy feely and oh how'd boy, that go for boy, Nebraska? Touchy feely. Pelini was not and he had nine wins every year. Pelini was a t- Pelini, now hold on. Pelini was kind of a tough read because he was I always said about Boas, he's kind of soft with the players. Not soft with everybody else. 
um, but soft with the players. Okay. Um, but but no, I you know he was he was definitely his record. You know what, Jake? Bo's record at Nebraska speaks for, itself. speaks for itself. It really does. He can leave here with the with his head held high. No, and say, no you know what? You fired it. me, and look at our look at your, your place right. since me. Right. But he was a player's coach. I'll put it that way. He was a player's coach. But what was Frost? Player's coach. I'd say he's but a with less coach. drive than Bo. Something was a something just wasn't maybe less clicking. You know I mean, I, you can be a player's coach and still be stern, though. And I think Bo was probably stern. His Frost staff, just didn't wasn't getting through to yeah, guys. Clearly, wasn't clicking right. Uh, before we get to break. It is time for Bill's Thrills, a.k.a. Oh, Sips Tip. Are you Wait ready for this? Wait a second, yeah. Ready? Yeah, we're, we're getting yeah, – it's time right now. I mean, I just have a movie so, line. We, you, don't, right. you can't cue it up. So oh. so when, when Bill is not here for Bill's Thrills, we go to Sips Tips. Hold it's on, a Friday. On. It's sponsored by Mid Plains Advisors, yes, Dirk, Scott, and Ty. Your contacts for all your financial needs, Dirk, Scott, and Ty at Mid Plains Advisors. Just a second here. Well, we know that Bill on Friday does um, film – film in some capacity could be a clip could be a quote and we don't have the audio of anything so it's going to be more of a of i gotta go i gotta google a, something a here. quote today oh i got it i got it i mean i'm, I'm there i'm on it okay. you're on it you're on it so of course I'm, i went to american made of course you did now i'm gonna you didn't see american made it's tom cruise it's sarah wright uh, it's Jesse Plemons. Um, you probably only recognize Tom Cruise in that bunch, right? You know who Sarah Wright is? I don't. That's his wife in the movie. But anyway, it, it, the, Tom, American Made is a black comedy crime drama. Okay. Um, it's based on the real exploits of Barry Seal. Barry Seal, your boy. Who, whom Tom Cruise plays. You love Barry Seal? Yeah. Now, Barry Seal was a TWA pilot who became a drug smuggler in the 80s. And then is and then is recruited by the CIA to help counter the emerging communist threat in Central America. Okay, and then Barry finds himself in charge of one of the biggest covert CIA operations in the history of the United States. Okay, now the the problem is Seal's role in that CIA covert operation leads to his involvement with the Medellin cartel. Oh. Yes, and it almost brings down the Reagan White House. The movie is based on a true story. It's fabulous. And he makes, so in Barry, in dealing with the cartel and hauling these drugs, makes an incredible amount of money. It's so incredible, and this is where it gets me to the quote. To the quote. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a great scene in the movie where they're at their home, and Barry Seal, played by Tom Cruise, is laying in bed, Reading a, t- reading a book about Capone. And Lucy Seal, his wife, comes in the bedroom, and she's, she's holding this bag of money and said, Roscoe, honey, Roscoe is in the backyard. He dug this up, and there in the backyard, there are bills blowing everywhere. And Barry Seal is just laying there and says this, honey, I'll rake it up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless Barry Seal and God bless American Maine. He didn't even move. He just said, I'll rake it up. Honey. I'll rake up. And, he, you know, he's talking about the money. I'll rake up yep. the money in the, the money. morning. <laughs> just let it be. They, they had trouble finding places for their money. They were burying it. But they, they were running out of places to bury it. He, his, his stock line in the movie was, 
I'm just the gringo that always delivers. <laughs> That's what you are. Someone has. That's me, yeah. I, 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 I get called a gringo in Mexico before. It's fine. You're a gringo who always delivers. That's right. All right that's Bill's Thrills, a.k.a. Sips Tip, sponsored by Mid Plains Advisors, Dirk Scott and Ty. Your contact for all your financial needs. Call them today, South 27th and Old Cheney. When we come back, and by the way, we're going to sub out uh, Shut Up Simple for aging gracefully at the oh. end of next segment. We did not do that at 645. I'll think of something. Got it? Yes. you got time. So yeah. uh, we are again live at Double Eagle Golf West O Street Kinetic Sports Complex. Stop by for round two of the Masters. I'll give you a score update when we come back on round two. It's underway. That's next on Early Break in the Ticket.